Welcome to another podcast of Life Talk. I am here again with my good friend Tom and uh, the CEO of um, Eskira. We've talked about it before. Uh, he was on uh, the last podcast. Uh, this is part two, and uh, this time, uh, and you have you were able to ask some questions. You were able to listen to him. You were able to um, also get a little bit of better understanding of what is Eskira. Who is Tom? And we're going to dive deep into it, uh, this podcast and the upcoming ones. Because what is so beautiful about you guys getting to know Tom and Eskira and myself, why I am part of it, is that we're early growing every single day. And I want you to be part of this, guys, early. And this is the opportunity uh, to get to know us, especially Tom, the CEO, who's truly inspiring and leads an amazing team of people um, that I truly look up to and I'm very humble to work alongside. Um, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast where you get to know the, you know, the Tom, um, then please try to look back at that first before you listen to this podcast. Uh, Tom, I'm very happy to welcome you again. All the way from South Africa. Thank you, Here he is. Thank you. Thank you for, for that. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. Like now, pressure is on, huh? To, to deliver a good, a good one again. Uh, you, thank man. you. No, it's good to good to speak with you again, and I'm really excited. Uh, what kind of questions do you have prepared? Uh, I'm excited to speak with you again and uh, get things going. Yeah, and as you guys know, um, I don't like to prepare a lot of questions. I only like to prepare the questions that the listeners have sent in. Uh, from the last podcast, um, the community, if you will. And um, as you guys know, this is all about community. So right now, like, you know, you kind of like listening to this. Um, I hope that you really look into it. I hope you've already done it, to be honest, and uh, signed up your email, uh, the website askira.com. And, um, you know, so we can update you on all the progress. And um, so I'm very happy that everybody is here. And uh, Tom, you're in South Africa right now, right? You hear me? I'm sorry. Are you in South we Africa? We had a little delay. We had we had a little delay in the uh, in the Wi-Fi. So uh, no I, I only understood the, the last part. If I'm if I'm in South Africa, yeah, I spent actually uh, approximately six months a year uh, in South Africa. I, I love, especially Cape Town. Uh, I love the the nature here, the energy here. The people here, um, obviously coming from 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 Germany, the, it's the total opposite uh, weather. And uh, one of my mentors said that one year doesn't have uh, four seasons. Uh, it can, or it, it has four seasons: uh, um, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. But when you work hard enough, and you come to the position where you can have four summers in in one year. So uh, that was the goal I was working towards uh, for a few years. And now I'm, I'm really happy that I can say I, I'm right now spending, if I want to, for, for summers in one year, um, which, is, which is great. So uh, in Cape Town right now, I fly to Dubai in, in two days to do a conference and then back to Cape Town again. Wow. And um, because you guys here in South Africa... But I, I know Tom now. I mean, I feel like I know you for years, but I only know you for a couple months. 
and you you just go nonstop. Like when I say nonstop, I'm literally like talking back to back meeting, even when traveling, uh, like throughout the nights, like talking and meetings, and it's truly inspiring. And um, but why I want to really find out why did you choose South Africa out of all the places? Because I mean, I live I moved to Marbella, Spain, um, for all, for reasons that I've mentioned before on the podcast, but um why 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 south africa to be honest it was more an accident <laughs> than than really a choice uh, that i made actively it was uh, uh two and a half years ago uh, when a good friend of mine uh, yasha uh, was flying to south africa and he wanted me to to meet uh, him like the day before he was flying so we we just met in berlin And he was like, what are you doing the next uh, four to six weeks? I was like, I'm in Berlin working. Um, and so he was like, just book a ticket. We have space in the villa we, that we rented and just come over. I was like, yeah, why not? So I, I booked my ticket the same day and uh, joined the guys uh, a week later. And uh, I was actually flying only with hand luggage because I expected to be there a week or maybe 10 days but I extended and extended, extended my, my flight back. So I ended up uh, staying eight weeks in, in Cape Town and totally fell in love uh, with the city itself, with uh, the culture, with the people. And uh, yeah, so, so I wouldn't say I chose Cape Town uh, on purpose, but uh, also my family, my mom and my dad, they've been to South Africa uh, years ago. I don't know when it was, it was before I was born And they were always praising South Africa as their favorite uh, country. And I, when, when my friend invited me, I remembered that. So I was like, let me check out what my parents uh, found in, in, in Cape Town in South Africa. And uh, they, they didn't overpromise. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I know you haven't been here, but uh, you would love this place. And I can only recommend Cape Town and South Africa to everyone. Wow. I love to hear that because, you know, we, we talk about travel sometimes on a podcast and um, like people always want to find out about new destinations. And I love how passionately you talk about um, Cape Town. Definitely got to see it. Um, would, would you say it's it's comparable to Hawaii? Never been to Hawaii, to be okay. honest. Uh, it's uh, still on my, on my bucket list. Um, but for me personally, I... I don't need the biggest place. What I need the most is view. So, for example, the two or three times ago when I flew back from, from Cape Town back to Amsterdam, um, I had an Airbnb in the city center and I was looking out of the window and there was a wall right on the other side. And I felt so caged that I was really missing Cape Town already day one when I came back. And uh, since then, I'm always, when I'm in cities, I book hotel rooms that are very high up because I need view. I, I feel like I need a freedom to, wow. to think and to, to have the vision. And the, the good thing with Cape Town is it's built essentially in the mountains uh, or the area where I'm in. I'm, I always stay in, in Camps Bay. Um, so you have Table Mountain in, in the back and the, the ocean in front of you and the city is halfly built in the in the mountain. So in most of the places you have a good view. When you're on the Western Cape, um, you always have these beautiful sunsets. 
and it's just stunning you know so i choose my apartments now based on view i i, I love that and i need that especially as you mentioned i'm usually pretty much back to back with with meetings and and traveling so having a good view is my kind of pleasure and me time and and space that that i need uh, to to calm down and and to yeah have a certain me time if you want to call it like that it it really gives me a lot of energy how how does a a day in tom's life look like you wake up in the morning what do you do that's a good one it it depends i would love to say i'm a I get up early, I go to the gym every morning. I, I'm not that kind of person. It was today like that. I woke up, I went to the gym and then had my meetings. Wow. But sometimes it happens that I'm working until two, three o'clock at night. And then I'm getting up mostly after six hours of sleep. I'm, I'm lacking sleep big time. I'm, I'm trying to sleep a bit more uh, these days because um, I feel like it. I, I need it. Um, but mostly I have too little sleep. I wake up, I go for a walk, grab a juice or, or a coffee. And uh, mostly then I have my, my first meetings. During the day, um, I'm most productive when I'm in calls. I'm not the person who can do focus work during the day, which is great. I, I love the night hours. And I love the the peace and the quietness of it. I know we're the same in that. I recognize. So that, yeah. I I love focus work at night. So I mostly schedule meetings with the team, with potential partners, with investors um, during the day. Um, and then I I recap at night. I plan at night. I strategize at night. And sometimes, for example, now I have a call. It's it's 9 p.m. right now. I have a call in one hour with a hotel partner of ours from Mexico because they have obviously huge time difference. So uh, depending on the time zones, I sometimes have late night meetings. But uh, yeah, so a typical day would be I try to do sports in, like at least once a day. Uh, if it's in the morning or in the in the evening during a break between my night shift and my <laughs> regular meeting days, um, I always try to be aware of the time with my girlfriend that we have wow. at least uh, lunch and dinner together because we are both working really a lot. And uh, sometimes it's so much that I really need to block in my schedule times to to really spend conscious quality time together with her and uh, I love having walks but I, I didn't have that enough especially in the last few months but usually I'm trying to go for a walk at least an hour a day where I hour can either wow. think or I have phone calls I, I love having having phone calls uh, while I'm walking I, I think I'm very oh creative my God, I'm the same way I love that <laughs> uh yeah so that that's that's probably my 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 typical day it's it, there's not really a day I like each other uh, I like uh, another one um because so many different things happening um and as a CEO I feel like you're a combination sometimes of a kindergartner and a firefighter <laughs> it, it sounds maybe a bit 
rude, but it, you have to manage everybody that everybody's walking in the same direction. And a firefighter, because you're the last line of defense, you know, you, there's nobody else who takes responsibility for you. You are the one who's making the decisions. You are the one uh, who's there to to blame for everything. So um, that's why it's crisis management, uh, being visionary, being uh, progressive, trying to prioritize properly, and therefore probably no day is the same, but uh, you try to have a certain routine and structure um, during, yeah, the the yeah the time around work. I would say, but we could go into this like oh, hours. So I'm I'm curious what what well, part you I, want I to take. I really think it's inspiring though. Like, and I think it's important for people to understand. Like, hey, how do you do it? Because, um, honestly, like what what's on your plate is a lot, and um, I think it's it's not just for the team, but for anybody that you know doesn't know what it takes, and and maybe has an understanding but doesn't really know. I think it's it's really good to understand because like you know even people ask me the members only community like how how you know does a day look like? That's why I'm asking because it wasn't my question. It was you know, question from the community because how, you know, when you're, when you're back to back meetings, when you're so busy, like, where do you find the time to go to the gym? Where do you find the time to do? Because you just said, like, I haven't walked in a very long time, you know, that, it, uh, yeah. It's, it's about setting priorities. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you are at a certain stage, it's, it's all about priorities. Do you prioritize your health? Do you prioritize your family? Do you prioritize your business? Um, and and to what extent? So it's all about setting priorities. And there, from my perspective, willpower only gets you so far. Uh, motivation only gets you so far. What gets you really, really far from my perspective is, is discipline uh, routines and consistency. Um, it's earned every day. Success is earned every day and you have to pay the rent every day for it. You cannot stop, you know, it's, it's compounding. And, um, for example, um, if you would brush your teeth only once a month for two hours, it wouldn't have the same effect as just brushing your teeth every day, morning and evening for two minutes you know you you cannot make up for that it's the same with sleep it's the same with going to the gym it's the same with building a company you cannot work 18 hours a day and then chill for a week you cannot go to the gym once a week for eight hours and expect the same results as the one who goes every day 45 minutes for an hour so i think consistency and routines and discipline is really important and um um, it's always a balance, you know, as an entrepreneur, I believe you're always out of balance and you're always trying to get back in the balance because when you, when you work more, you have less family time. When you have less family time or more family time, probably you have a little uh, less time in the gym. When you go more to the gym, you don't meditate or journal as much. You know, it's, it's always trying to find back your balance and in order to do that, you have to be very reflective and self-aware. Yeah. So 
constantly questioning yourself, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right things? Am I consistent? Where am I lacking? And uh, it's the same also in business, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest uh, link in the chain. So you're trying constantly to find the weakest link and balance it out and bring it back up. And so you have in your business, for example, different departments and barely any time are the departments balanced out. You know, it's the same with, with, with your personal life, balancing your job, balancing sports, etc. So what I'm finding interesting and what I really admire is people who can stay balanced while there's chaos around them. And um, I think that's a process where everybody's going through also to, to find their own balance and how they operate. Um, so coming back to the travel question that you have, traveling gets me out of balance. So for me, after a hectic few weeks of traveling and meetings and business and no sleep and food routine etc for me it's important to settle for a month or two at least in one location to go like back to my my habits and then i can go on the road again but i need these breaks if you want to call them like that wow do you um like i, I wow i think this is so powerful i think this is really really interesting what you say because you say a lot of great things Let's start with one thing that really resonated with me. The one that you say basically comes down like about time, making sacrifices. You choose A, but then you might not have B. Let's say A is building a business, um, creating something that uh, you wouldn't be able to do if let's say you prioritize um, one hour walks a day, uh, one hour reading a day, uh, one hour journaling a day. Like you only have, let's say, a solid, not even 18, a solid 16 hours a day. Okay, let's say. So I think everything is, is a sacrifice, a choice, a conscious choice. And a lot of things, a lot of times, and people listening right now, if you think about it, if you truly, truly dig deep down into your own behaviors daily, are you really conscious of the decisions you make? Am I consciously choosing to do this meeting right now? Am I consciously choosing to now go to the beach and meditate? Like, and, and by the way, sometimes this is, this is a, a big misconception that I see a lot of entrepreneurs, but even, even uh, any, any job, a lot of people make, oh, the more I work and the more hours I make, the more my business or my income will grow. This is not true, and I'll tell you why. It's all about effective work. That's what it's all about. If you know that with seven hours of sleep, you are more rested, you are more effective, you are more focused. Yes, when you have then five or six hours of sleep, you might have an extra day, or sorry, an extra hour a day, or two hours a day, but you're not as focused, you're not as productive, so effectively, you're not working as hard and as productive. So you have to understand yourself. It's really about self-awareness. So I really want to elaborate on this because I think what you say is so profound and I also want people to put it in perspective. Especially in your position as a CEO and a leader setting examples for the team, including myself. 
I think the sacrifices that you make are balanced, conscious, and also with a reason. And it's important for people to recognize that. And sometimes, like you said, that means I can't walk an hour. It's not fun, but sometimes other things come first. And I think that is truly profound and interesting that you share that. Um, and it also allows me to have a lot of respect for you uh, because I do see that and I do recognize that. Um, and um, at the end of the day, you're, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So I, I made, I made uh, two notes while, yeah. while you were speaking because I want to pick uh, two, two parts of that up. Um, the first one is uh, prioritizing means saying no. And a lot of people feel bad when they say no to something especially to somebody. Um, from my perspective, there's a huge misperception of saying no to something because it's essentially most of the times when it's a conscious decision, not saying no to somebody else, but rather saying yes to yourself. If, if, you, if your friends ask you to go out and you feel like spending time alone and read rather than, than going to the city, it has nothing to do with your friends. It's more a conscious decision that you prioritize yourself and your well-being uh, above anything else. And I think you can only be there for your friends if you are in your full power. You can only be there for your employees, for your partners, for everybody around you when you are centered and you feel fulfilled, you know? So, um, but that also involves a lot of ego because when I say I don't have the time, that is not the right answer. It's just, I prioritize a certain thing differently. I prefer to spend my time this way or the other way. Um, but in order for another person to see that and accept that, that it has nothing to do with them, but uh, rather it has something to do with yourself. Um, that requires, again, also a lot of self-awareness and, and little ego. Um, that's one. Um, the, the, the second part was um, actually from, from Simon Sinek, uh, where he was speaking about uh, some people get energy when they spend time with other people and some people lose energy and he described it beautifully some people wake up in the morning and having three coins and whenever they have an interaction with a person they give away one coin and they end up going to bed with zero coins and while they're sleeping they're recharging and then there are the other people who wake up with zero points and every interaction uh, they get one coin actually so they feel fulfilled with interactions and to be self-aware and understand, do I need or, or like interactions with other people in order to get energy and feel good and, and enjoy? Or do I maybe need a bit more me time and, and spend less time with the friends, whatever, partying out there, whatever? Um, that is really important. So what you mentioned is I couldn't agree more. You have to be self-aware and that requires, again, as I said before, a lot of try and error, a lot of balancing and don't judge yourself too hard 
if you're giving your best and you're trying, that's mostly good enough. And one day, maybe your best is a different level than on the other day. Because um, maybe one day in the, in the gym, I only lift 40 kilos and but I gave it my best you know and then the next day I feel more rested I ate better I maybe lift 50 kilos but if I give my best in both days there's nothing more I can do and it's the same thing with with balancing it out and just trying your best is 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 good enough and not judging yourself so there are some elements that that I was describing um first of all uh saying no to somebody else is rather saying yes to yourself trying to balancing things out and not judging yourself and when you get a no see don't see it as and and something against you um, and don't judge the other person so it's both ways don't judge yourself for saying no don't judge the other person for saying no and don't judge yourself when you're just trying and giving it your best and I, uh, we could also go on for this uh, with with this topic. It's, it's I'm I'm very very passionate about this because this is something that you can integrate in your private life with friends with family and also heavily in in uh, business. But I definitely I resonated a lot with with what you just uh, with what you just said. Beautiful man, uh, that is amazing. Um... I, I, I do love have your to special say effects. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I do for people that are listening. Like, I, I do hope you know that you know, of course, like give give your feedback and, and share with us what you know what you get out of this. But um, you're hearing it from the CEO himself, and I think that's something that he's experiencing right now. We all are to sort to you know uh, to a certain degree, but um, you know, be aware of that. And um, like it's it's beautiful right now what what you know we are building here and I want to talk a little bit about what freedom is to you because a big part of Askira is is freedom creating freedom for others for ourselves and you know um, I've been traveling which allows me to feel that freedom experience that freedom to invest and um, you know create a financial freedom for myself. What what is it what is it for you? <laughs> That's such a big question. Um, freedom is something different than for for every person, and freedom is something that is changing. I would say for me, the first freedom came when I was traveling to New Zealand and do. Uh, uh, work and travel that was my first sense of freedom not going to school not sitting there not having somebody when I need to be in the English lesson German lesson wherever um, that was my first sense of freedom the the second sense of freedom was that I could after I came back from New Zealand I didn't know where I want to go uh, so I just chose Berlin because it felt right but having the the freedom to make the decision was a was a beautiful one um, then I was struggling financially for some time and the biggest freedom that I could imagine was just to be in the supermarkets and buy whatever I want and this is still to this day one of the, the biggest blessings to go into a restaurant and order what I like 
to go into a supermarket and buy what I want. And I think I'll, I, I hope I will never, I'll never lose that because that, that is so special. Obviously now being able to travel wherever I want and meet the people and spend time with, with who I want is a blessing. Um, and I think freedom is also heavily, heavily connected um, with the ability to reflect and remind yourself of that. Because if you're not aware of the freedom that you have in your life and be thankful and grateful for that, you essentially don't have it because you don't live it consciously. Um, so what we want to do with Askira family in, in Germany I grew up great and I I, I, I it just said recording in in, in progress I, I I may hope that it's still recording <laughs> okay good I, I still see it recording so yeah okay yeah good good cut so Are we cutting that out or are we leaving it? I might I might actually leave it, but I just put a note there. Okay. Uh, let's see Good. how it is in the edit. Yeah. We, we use, by the um, way, people that, that are listening to, and you know my podcast, I we I don't think we ever edit anything out because we like it to be raw and sometimes, you know, when it's raw, like these things happen or unless it's like really annoying or like, you know, the internet connection just drops. Of course, okay. we're not gonna let you go through like a minute of silence. Um <laughs> That's that's the thing in that's the thing in Cape Town for everybody yeah. who wants to travel here. You have load shedding, which means you, for example, we were initially planning to to record that podcast an hour earlier, but we had to push it because I had power outage here, oh, and that's wow. completely completely normal. You have load shedding uh, once or twice a day. It's called load shedding. Um, it's called load shedding. Yeah, they actively regulate uh, the wow. electricity here. That's also the I don't know if I told this story uh, last time when I came to South Africa the first time I was in an Airbnb uh, no it was the second time sorry the first time I went I was at my friend's place the second time I was in an Airbnb and nothing was working no wi-fi no fridge no lights nothing so I was like what, what is this here is something broken or until I realized they have prepaid electricity I've never heard of that before in my life. Prepaid? Wow. It, it was ridiculous. Uh, I've, I've, I've never heard of that. So you need to buy electricity and put it in a meter. And uh, so for me, that was a, was a new one. Um, Is it expensive? So, like, how, how does that go? Uh, you you just buy... Um, like a how much you no, you, you just buy as much as you think you need or you want or depending on how long you're going to stay. Um, to be honest, I really don't know if it's expensive or not. I'm, I'm sorry, I would love That's to tell you. That's how rich you are, huh? <laughs> I hope it didn't come across gentleman. like that. Here we go. <laughs> no, oh, but wow. the thing is that it's a different currency that mixes up everything. You know, the the, the one time... Uh, I was in 
in Germany and then I was flying to Dubai where they have Durham and then I was flying from Dubai to South Africa where they have run so I was in three different countries with different currencies it was so confusing because uh, you, you you lose track of of the currency exchange um yeah. Okay. Let Let's not talk. I'm yeah, trying. but, but it, I, I it think is, I'm going down the rabbit hole. About that for sure. <laughs> so let Let's get back here to um, uh, freedom and um, you know yeah, where you were get... explaining like what freedom is to you specifically. Um, you yeah. generated a financial freedom for yourself um, through your prior uh, entrepreneurial endeavors, and now. Um, like yeah. you, do, is it really that you are in a store? And that you can be like, hey, I, I want to be able to buy what I want. Is that is that the main uh, the factor for you, or is it, is it travel? No, is it no, 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 no. It's I don't know why, but like really expensive watches and cars and it. I, for example, I once rented an Audi R8 for three days. I loved it. It was fun, but I realized I don't need that to be happy. I enjoy it for a few days, but not really uh, as an acquisition of whatever. So no freedom, the, 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 the most beautiful part. And I'm not financially in a situation where I just fly my family everywhere and nobody has to work anymore and all my friends are uh, piggybacking. No, that's not the case. No, okay, that's not, not yet, okay. But, but just, uh, just to clarify, ladies and gentlemen, like, okay. <laughs> no, 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 right. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think you... No, but I think you meant grocery store, right? Not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that I understand. Like, that's a... No. That's a so, yeah. I think you, you it's the it's the same thing you have to be fulfilled yourself in order to fulfill others and uh, it's the same thing also with with money if you are not covered yourself you shouldn't or you you, you cannot help anyone else you know and uh, so I feel like I covered good for myself and then now is you you feel the urge to build something for for others because that brings a lot of joy uh, and I think with, with Askira, what we can do is build a foundation for hundreds of thousands and eventually millions of people to um, bring stability and security and with that freedom in a very fun way to the people. Because I think in order to experience freedom you need stability these two things are not like that you cannot separate these two so for me let me give you a bit more context i felt like i have the freedom to make a decision to go from a business perspective in whatever direction i want because i always had a security net for my parents my worst case was i go back and live at my parents place restructure my life and then I can move forward and then I developed skill sets and my skill sets became my security net so because I had the security that's why the freedom uh, was and the opportunities were opening up um, but if you don't have your core needs covered it's very difficult to move freely if you have stress in your head you cannot think clearly wow. 
you know so i think that is something that is really important and with askira we want to build a foundation for the people with investing in a stable asset class and then fill the space that is um that is created with something very joyful and fun which is traveling and uh, hotels and and lifestyle and beach and uh, ocean and you know that that's why the, i love the combination you bring stability in a fun way to the people and you create a space that is filled with with joy and um i think bringing this opportunity to the people um that that i didn't have because in order to get into real estate you you either have to get it from from your parents or you work hard and eventually one day you can get into real estate um to to bring this opportunity to the people is something truly special because i feel like we can build the bridge and build the gateway be the gateway uh from 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 the student uh to a, a waiter to um somebody who's working in a nine to five and giving them an opportunity essentially uh, providing an, an opportunity for for the people doesn't matter where they're coming from doesn't matter what their background is and giving them an equal chance and an equal opportunity and how they are using that is completely up to them um, but having the freedom of choice and, and and having the opportunity just to participate is something that we can provide we always say you you can bring a horse to the water but then the horse needs to drink itself you know you cannot make somebody drink but what we can do is provide the water and they bring the choice to the people um so we believe in freedom of choice. We believe that in order to live freedom, you need a good foundation. Um, so we think we can combine that pretty well by uh, investing globally, bringing the opportunities there, and uh, also combining it with a, with a lifestyle product, uh, bringing together a community of like-minded people uh, and really filling the space that we, that, that, they have created essentially for themselves with a with a fun experience last time um we elaborated a little bit on um, the dividends that are going to be paid out uh, for people that invest um, you just mentioned um, lifestyle could you elaborate a little bit on that as we haven't really touched on that subject yet because there's many many benefits you know being part of the community of Askira has aside from just investing in fractional real estate through blockchain technology so if you could tap on into that a little bit more that will be i think for people um a lot more clear into the picture yeah um so the the core of it is obviously the the investment mm -hmm. um and the, the dividends that are generated by the hotels um but you have additional benefits, hopefully that, that that's the plan, but we cannot, because we're a financial product, we cannot make any promises. Mm -hmm. So small disclaimer here. <laughs> um, 
the the let me give you that's unfortunate no but it's true though it's true we can we can we can never say that um yeah Yeah. let me let me give you an example if we have one billion tokens and we the 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 community and the company owns a hundred million in hotels then every token is backed by 10 cents of a real asset which is real estate so the more money is coming in the bigger the community is the more hotels we acquire uh, the bigger the backing of each token so the community gets the dividends from the hotel plus eventually the token price increases um but the, the token price in the same time doesn't affect the dividends. You get your dividends, doesn't matter what the token price is. So the, the tokens can be seen like stocks of a company. Uh, it doesn't matter for Tesla or Amazon or whatever, what their stock price is. They Because their business is something else. For Tesla, it's uh, selling cars and data. For Amazon, it's the same data and uh, e-commerce. So the stock price doesn't affect their, their daily operations. It's the same with us. The, the community gets their dividends, doesn't matter what the token price is, but the token price um, is eventually increasing because the amount of assets that is backing the tokens is also increasing. Um, on the other side, we have loyalty programs for, for people who are loyal holders, uh, where we distribute a certain percentage of, of the revenues um, as a loyalty program, um, which is it's essentially a, a benefit that is incentivizing people to just be owners or, or, or be holders, you know? Uh, so, so just do nothing and you get paid more <laughs> eventually. <laughs> if you yeah. want to call it like that. And the, the last part is uh, obviously... Uh, we're building a network of uh, hotels um, where our community obviously will get preferred deals where you'll meet a lot of like-minded people. So the community aspect uh, will be a big one, um, but I cannot promise anything there yet. It's just something that the people have to experience, where they have to be part of. Um, You cannot know how it feels to be part of a sports team by just standing on the sideline. You know, you have to be on the field. You have to be part of the locker room to, to really be in the in the circle. And the good thing is, it's not only 11 players on the field. You know, we, we invite everybody to have a look, to uh, participate, to, to see and explore. And if there's something for you, uh, then you're, you're more than welcome, you know. Uh, if it's the investment part, please feel free. Just take the financial aspect and get the dividends. If it's the community aspect, you're more than welcome. If it's the blockchain that you're enthusiastic about, have a closer look into the tokenomics and the the NFTs. Um, and if it's if it's the the, the traveling and you you dreamt of uh, going into resorts globally like happy days if you want to invest in real estate good you know i i I think we are all connected in a way uh internally in our core team because we are we are working with passion we love what we are doing and um i think we have 
great ethics and, and morals in, in place and everybody wants the best for the other person. And I think that that's what we are also trying to um, build in the in the community and transport our values and and, and ethics and, and morals and, and really build it in the right way for the people. So I think it starts with the company. It starts with the core of the people. What kind of people are in your team? What kind of people do you attract? And if you're able to just share what, what we are trying to do right now, also with this podcast, uh, having a personal relationship and expressing yourself and, and, and try to uh, have the best intentions and, and build something sustainable that serves the people, I think then um, it has a high uh, percentage to succeed and is also perceived by the people as something that is really built for them because that's what we're trying to do. We want to build a company that is at the core, an investment company, but essentially serving the people in a way. I, uh, I I love this. I, I do want to um, before because I want to keep it within the hour for every podcast. I mean, we can go for hours and hours, um, but you know, the hour usually within the hour is the limit. Um, <laughs> but last question for now, though, is that um, what, if you want to recap where we are now, or where we are heading, I just want to kind of like give you like the chance to um, give a brief summary of like the people that are checking out now the website and sign up with their email or like, where are we now or where are we heading? I want to do this every yeah. month, by the way. Yeah. Um, so we are right now in the pre-registration phase of the, of the community. The product is currently being developed. We have built a, a prototype of it, but nothing that uh, the people can see yet. We have obviously um, peaks, sneak peeks on the, on the website. Um, but we are working on that in the in the background. The community can right now follow us on on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, and just get a better understanding and and follow our journey, because I think that's that's something that is truly special, where you can follow the growth of a project authentically on the socials so the people can can register themselves we are getting more and more information what the people like uh, we have signed uh, seven hotel brands until now uh, brands meaning multiple hotels in the portfolio um, who want to work together with us where we are right now evaluating uh, the deals um, and also the the company itself is uh, raising funds for developing the the platform so um interesting interesting times uh, we are getting a quite diverse team on board we have somebody who's working at the vc before um who has led in her latest uh, company 240 people remote in asia uh, latin america and europe uh, then we have somebody who has studied at harvard uh, working uh, has been working at Deloitte, really an expert in compliance, um, auditing, uh, finance, and, and and overall company structure, who was also involved in billion-dollar companies before and, and led the operations there. Uh, we have very experienced people from the hospitality space that see that what we are trying to do is to really 
um, innovating and disrupting an industry that has been very stiff for the last few years. It was mostly structured and run by family offices uh, and, and traditional investors and VCs. And now uh, we come in where the, the people can actually uh, participate in that uh, playing field. So people from the hospitality space that have been previously um, like working against each other would be a bit too strong, but they're working in different companies. They're competing with each other. And now they have a chance to come together in, in, in our company. And there are the other people from the crypto space who see that there's still a lot of volatility in the market and um, still in transparency about the people behind projects and a lot of scams. Um, so we obviously also attract people from the, from the crypto space who are looking for an asset-backed uh, version um of a of, of tokenomics so i think we are pushing on every level uh right now is very exciting time we are not there yet that people can immediately in, invest in a project um, but we are we are very grateful and thankful for any input any feedback any early adopters if you're the person who's jumping in uh, when everything is up and running, then definitely this is not something for you as of right now. Then just like register yourself and, and stay up to date. But we are also happy for, for first movers who are the, the kind of people who, who, who camp in front of the iPhone store uh, mm -hmm. just to get the one at the first release who are waiting in front of the Nike store for the new sneaker. You know, that, that that's the, the vibe that is right now. It's, it's a great community already, a great small circle of people who are really believers who are looking forward to to the launch of the project and uh, i think if if you're an experientialist and rather new and somebody who who likes to get involved early then this might be the right timing to drop uh, jesse or, or me a message to get in touch on on social media interact with with uh, some of our people interact with uh, other community members and build this thing together with us because it's essentially what we're trying to do build it from the people for the people amazing wow thank you so much man this was a very very powerful podcast um so many bombs have been dropped and um yeah uh i i look forward to this i really look forward to this and i also look forward to speaking and, and reflecting back on this every month there is a, a beautiful journey ahead of us. And I want to thank you again for your leadership. Uh, I have many questions about leadership coming up for next month. Uh, still, uh, the questions that have been answered, by the way, for the listeners, um, it will be answered. Everything we will get to. Um, there will be many, many more podcasts. So I truly appreciate everybody that's part of this. Um, and um, Again, Tom, thank you for your leadership. And I see you very soon. Thank you. Thank you also. Um for bringing up the the questions, we are we're very happy to to answer all of these. Thank you for also, thank you for for providing the the stage. I'm I'm truly grateful and blessed to for you to to give this opportunity and um, looking forward to continuing the format.